Saturday of the Octave of Christmas, 2023. As Luke continues the story of Jesus and his parents in the temple, as they fulfill the prescriptions of the law for their newborn son, we encounter Anna. The text identifies her very specifically as the daughter of Phanuel, as belonging to the tribe of Asher. Most strikingly, she is called a prophetess, a very unusual designation in the Gospels. No explanation is given as to why she is described this way. She has spent most of her life in the temple, receiving sustenance in ways that are not named for us. We don't know whether there was a group of prophetesses to which she belonged. But clearly for Luke, like Simeon, Anna is representing the very best of Jerusalem and of Israel. She is fully trusting in God's promises to send an anointed figure to redeem her land in a way that will last, will be definitive. Like Simeon, she is graced to intuit that this baby is indeed the one for whom the righteous of Israel have been waiting, as unlikely as this is. Unlikely because this is not a baby born in a royal palace, surrounded by all the accoutrements of privilege, but what appears to be a very ordinary baby with very ordinary parents. Right here is one of the messages radiating from this text. We need God's grace. We need the gift of the Holy Spirit to discern the presence of Christ, the presence of the holy mystery we call God, in very unlikely circumstances. We can be tempted to write off situations as absolutely hopeless, as empty of all good possibilities whatsoever. But the truth of the matter for the eyes of faith is that every single human situation, no matter how dark and desperate, is a place where in hiddenness but truly the risen Christ is present. The risen Christ's presence to the world is unrestricted, uncircumscribable, always offering possibility, always offering more than what we are explicitly experiencing if we but lean into that offered presence. Earlier I said a mouthful. I said that Anna discerned in the presence of this baby, the presence of the source of Jerusalem's, Israel's definitive redemption, and actually, indeed, the world's definitive redemption. That is our Christian hope, but the appearance of things sure makes it very difficult to hold on to that conviction. The life, death, and resurrection of Jesus means that God's offer of salvation to the world has been fully accepted into history by Jesus' yes to Abba through all of his life into his death. Now God's offer exists among us and within us as God's fully accepted, fully humanly accepted offer. So it is present in human history in a way that can never be expunged by any malicious human effort. God's love, God's commitment to the world's final flourishing are anchored in history and will be victorious however powerfully the circumstances of our world at any time 
tempt us to think otherwise. God's infinite resources are 100% bent on our final flourishing, and that divine commitment is thoroughly mysterious, incomprehensible to us, and it is incredibly patient. Parentheses, we might want to say at times too patient, but be careful about that. God is also being extremely patient with you and me. As I conclude these brief reflections, I can't refrain from inviting all of us to consider this question. Where in our current world situation am I encountering genuine prophetesses?